You're listening to ViewSource, a conversation around tech, web development, and WordPress with hosts Ruba Ahmed, that's me, and Brian Kortz. Ruba, do you ever dream about code or web development? Yes. Yes, I dreamt about it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely anxiety, but also sometimes when I'm really excited about an idea or Mm -hmm. I just learned something new, I will end up having weird dreams about it. You? But like, yeah, but like there's never a computer involved, if that makes sense. It's like I know that I'm dealing with coding concepts, but they're so abstracted that there's no like keyboard and screen. Does that make sense? Yes. This is maybe going to sound really, really weird, but usually. I'm like Tony, Tony in Iron Man, doing it with my hands and just manipulating the dong just like this or doing stuff. That's how it is in my head. Okay. I think mine is like a more Willy Wonka version where I maybe like at a giant espresso machine and there's like Mm -hmm. knobs and levers and like steam coming out or something. And I'm (laughs) trying to make like a smoothie, but I'm doing it with components or something. Like it's just, it doesn't make sense. I don't The point is- Dream, yeah, dreams are definitely weird, and <clears throat> the I think the point is that sometimes there's foundational structures of web development that like get into your brain at like an abstract level, and one of those is components, which is our topic of today, and the idea of yes. making components. Yeah, I think you know we're gonna be talking about React, but honestly, the concept of components is so old. I think it's as old, almost as old as like the web, you know, like even HTML is very component-y. I mean, you don't create mm-hmm. a brand new element for every single thing you want to create. You're using the same like div and paragraph and they all have their certain settings that they apply to your content that you've wrapped them in. Um, it's everything is very componentified and certain frameworks on top of the web often lead lend themselves to being more easily componentable than others. Yeah. It's funny that you said that because like you said, we don't make our own like HTML components, but sometimes in React that feels like exactly what you are doing. Cause like a React component feels like a little like HTML guy, you know, because he's got his little yeah. brackets and stuff. And so it yeah. almost is like, I'm making my own HTML thing and it's going to do all the things I want it to do. And it's going to be like, my own version of it. Like that's what it feels like sometimes when you start breaking things and react into like your own components, you know? Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, web components, they do exist even though they're not as mainstream yet, which is a way for us to create actual HTML custom components ourselves. So that is coming there. There is going to be a time when we're going to doing, be doing a lot more of that than we are able to really do so easily right now. Yeah, which is a good reason to get into this kind of like React component mindset because this this really will be like, you know, a potential forward way of the web is is thinking in terms of like reusable components, web components, things like that. So um, yeah, definitely. Um, with that, do you want to give us the recap of where yeah. where we've been and then where we're going? Yeah, so although you can listen to this episode on its own and get a lot out of it, this is part of an ongoing series we're doing where we start from scratch uh, and work with how React is added inside WordPress. And then we're slowly building our way up into building an accordion block eventually within the WordPress block editor. What we've done so far is create an accordion, first inaccessible, then accessible, 
inside Just Pure React and working on it in the front end of a little WordPress website. And today we're going to take it a little step further and bring in that concept of reusable components that we were just talking about. Okay, so I'm sharing my screen. And do you notice anything a little bit different here from the last episode? Yes. Now I see a proper accordion and not just one mm. accordion section, as we talked about last time. So I see three Hello World sections with the little triangle to indicate that you can open these three three things. And on the side, I can see you have the DevTools open. Yep. So I have the Chrome extension for React installed. And in my DevTools, it adds like a couple new tabs. Um, and the one we're going to look at today is the Components tab, which is just an amazing, it's like the list view in Gutenberg. Like it's just the breakdown yeah. of all the components and how they're nested and everything. I love it. I love it too. And actually, if you ever get curious and want to open that, that up in the block editor, it's wild. It's wild how much stuff is going on in there. <laughs> yeah. You, the, you would never be able to like navigate to anything because there's so many components in the, the block yeah. editor itself. But there is, um, what I love is like when you highlight over a component, it highlights it here. It's very similar mm -hmm. to like the HTML inspector where you can like pick something and then like focus on it in here to see, yeah. um, to see all about it. Totally. So this was our app in the previous episode. It had everything in it, mm -hmm. but now we have three separate components, um, one for each accordion item. And what's great here yeah. is, um, we see our props, which is something we're going to get into today, which is like, what are all the things that are being stored kind of as part of this component? Um, mm -hmm. so there's a little object that has like the accordion kind of like markup content in it. Um, some additional like variables that we'll kind of go over functions, things like that. And then yeah. if I click on one of these accordion headers and mm -hmm. it expands, Ooh, look at that. And all of a sudden yeah. a new accordion panel shows up underneath mm -hmm. the accordion header. Cool. So there's our new component. It's got, um, some additional props that we've passed down, like the content of what's inside of it and ID and stuff like that. So as I do it, click it, it expands. Did you, did you see that this. too? Yeah, that's, that's like really that? cool. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really like that. So basically when you open one accordion section, the other, any other ones that was open, they also, they close. So you have a relationship going on. Yeah. So when we dig into the code, um, we're going to look at sort of why, how we broke this part into different pieces, what the reasoning for, for it is. Um, and then we're going to look at how are all of these props being defined? How are we passing them down from, you know, the app, which has um, actually no props, and then all the way down to the individual accordion items. But if you go and click on app again, something that's really interesting to see is that it does tell you what hooks are being used. And you can see that it has one state hook. So the fact that we see state here leads me to believe that you're managing the relationship between the different accordion sections in your global app. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, think about how you would have built this in like the jQuery days where you click on one accordion and then you like jQuery up the parents to find it <laughs> and then like close all the other ones. Like every, we've all done it. We've all done that kind of like, Oh, jQuery yes. parent, child, sibling selector, like tree. Um, yeah. So no, the, everything kind of starts an app and then we send things kind of down the tree uh, to the places that need it. 
but it's it's up in the app where the functionality happens. Which is a fairly core piece of React knowledge to have, where React is, you know, everything is one way. You start at the top and you can pass things down. There are exceptions where you can pass things up, but that is basically called an escape hatch. And it's something that you are supposed to only very rarely do. So it makes sense that you have it right at the top there. <laughs> are you ready to look at the code for these, uh, these components and see how they work? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I've got my code editor open and we're looking at our app.js file. And as you can see, we've got a few uh, new fancy things going on here. Should we go through them line by line? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So the one thing that changed here is that we're importing a new component called accordion item. So you'll see I have tabs open for accordion item, accordion panel, accordion header. That's, you know, literally what we were just looking at on the front end, those different mm -hmm. components, the item, and then inside of the item, the panel and the header. Um, so right. we're just importing it here and we'll kind of get down to it. Okay. Next I'm seeing you have an object that where you have all of your accordion data. So these are, because this is not a block yet, you need some way to actually add information to the accordion panels, right? Yeah. And so I like to think in terms of like in the future, um, when we turn this into say an editable block or something, or even if it was like, if you were kind of going old school WordPress and like ACF fields, if that like mental model fits for you better, um, mm -hmm. this is like, what is the structure of the data that I'm going to get? Um, whether it's through, you know, some sort of uh, data layer fancy function, or it's just like some localized data or something, but like essentially like these, these are the accordions as I'm going to hopefully get them uh, when we actually hook this up to like a nice user interface on the back end. Right. That makes sense. And so you have ID, heading, and content for each of the objects. And I should correct myself because I initially said this is an object, but it's actually an array of objects, right? Yeah. I wasn't going to call you out on it. I was going to let it go, but. <laughs> well, I caught myself. <laughs> Thank you very an much. An array of objects. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. And down here we have a new state. So this is actually a bit of a difference from last time where mm -hmm. it's pretty similar in that we're pulling in state, but we're actually the only thing we're tracking in state this time is like which accordion is open rather than right. whether the individual accordion is open. But we're going to save all of this stuff for the next video and, and deal with that later. Right? Yeah, the state and the change logic, it deserves its own little episode because there's on the surface, it doesn't seem like a lot because it's like one, two, three, four lines of code, really. But those mm -hmm. four lines of code do a lot of interesting things behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. And I'm not, yeah. I, I have a lot to discuss about it. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Oh. Definitely. <laughs> and finally, our actual components return function. So all of our components are going to return basically some HTML to mm -hmm. spit out on the front end of our site. So in this case, we're actually just kind of doing like an array map through the accordions and returning out an accordion item component for each of our accordions to kind of spit each one out on the, the content of the page. Right. Totally. And so, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and then inside of each accordion, we're passing it that object that we saw up above the accordion kind of like this guy right here, the ID, the heading, the content. So we're passing that right. as a prop. We're passing what the active ID is. So like which accordion is active. Uh, we're passing 
this little conditional statement right here. Uh, mm. Can you take a gander? Like, what do you think is happening in this statement right here? Okay. So it says the property is called is expanded, which is something that we had before too. So it's mm -hmm. going to be probably tracking whether this current accordion should be open or not. If mm -hmm. we are going with the same pattern we had before. And here we have a little conditional that says active ID is equal to accordion.id. So only expand this if the current accordion is selected to be open. Like if that the current accordion that is open is equal to the ID of this current item that we're looping over. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And so <clears throat> this will return false for most of the accordions except for one. And you know, we'll kind of when we get into state, we'll deal with this, but essentially Anytime we change what the active accordion is, all of this gets re-rendered, all of it gets like refreshed. And so yes. this kind of happens automatically. Yeah, which is pretty cool if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. And the method for that is this function that we're passing right here called expand. And we will save that as a juicy teaser for the next episode. Cool. I think though that's a nice, clean little accordion item you've got there. Thank you. I'm I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah. All right. Should we actually open this accordion item and see what it looks like? Yeah, let's see what you're doing with all those props that you're passing. Yeah. So we're going down the tree. This is the accordion item that we imported from that file and that mm -hmm. we are using right here. So this is the file for that accordion item. And right. <clears throat> we can see here that we're importing some components here. So as we get down, we're kind of bringing in more components and we'll get to those as we get further down. But um, why don't you break us, like walk us through this piece right here. The accordion item is really a function and it's being passed an object with some variables in it. Can you gonna, how would yeah. you like to explain this? <laughs> okay, so you actually just pass one, I guess in a way you could call it one variable or one object to the component. But one of the great things about that you can do in React is the concept of G-structuring. So here, this is kind of an implicit G-structure where we're saying, hey, we know what props are getting passed down. And these are the ones that we already know we want to pull out. So instead of just adding one uh, variable there beside in the function line saying props, we actually open up that object and say, here are the things that I want to create individual variables for. So in this one, in fact, you know, you might have had lots of other props also getting passed, but you don't necessarily want to break all of them out. So you could have just picked a couple and restructured those in here and then actually uh, just pulled those out. But in this case, you're actually, no. That's true. No. You are not adding, you're not doing all of them here. Yeah. So you Ooh, have I was, three. <laughs> I was wondering if you would catch that. Yeah. Should so I? you actually have four, right? Go back to app. Yeah. Active ID right here. Mm, yes. So you're passing accordion. Active ID is expanded and expand. But mm -hmm. in accordion item, you're only destructuring. Accordion is expanded and expand. Yeah. Do you have a theory of why I did that? Uh, no. Yeah, there's, uh, there's no reason. I, you know, I probably like had a different logic for <laughs> when I started. I mean, you know, this is like code in progress and I like to be yes. a, 
you know, open here. But like, I, I think I had a different method. And then I was like, oh, wait, why don't I just do this in the prop? And like, you know, so originally, I was mm-hmm. probably going to do that logic uh, inside of my component when I realized, oh, I can do that in the prop in, in one line and save some code. Ah, so, so you didn't so have actually, that conditional before. Yeah. So I could Got actually it. get rid of this if I wanted to. And yeah. And it would um, still all be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, cool. On a side note, I was at WordCamp Phoenix and I watched um, a really great presentation on PHP like seven and eight, um, yeah. where he was like breaking down um, if you haven't really dug into PHP since like the like five early seven era, like what are all the cool mm-hmm. things? And like mm-hmm. even PHP does a lot of this cool stuff with um, like constructors and objects where you can start like writing in the names of the things that you want that get past it. And you just don't have to care about like what order everything is in. And like, you know, when you write a function and you're Mm -hmm. like, what's the first thing I pass? What's the second thing? And like dealing with that, I just like love this. Yeah. It's like that modern way of like, I just, I know the name. That's all I care about. I don't care what order I put my variables in. If I use the same name, you know? Totally. Totally. I, I, I love that part. You know, and when I remember when I first started with React, it was just like, this is awesome. I can pass it whatever I need and then just use the parts that I need. And just like you, you know, I would often err on the side of like passing more props than less. And then mm-hmm. seeing how what I end up using just to like not be a, a like a blocker for myself and then later go back and clean it up a little bit. And so like I didn't actually end up using that. I didn't actually need that or I could do this yeah. a little better, you know, so. Yeah, I get it's your nice. hint. I should probably clean this up. Let's do that. Boom. <laughs> and then, then we destructure a little bit more. I just, I knew when I looked at this, I was like, something is not right here. Yes. I'm happy that you fixed the spelling on destructure right there. <laughs> it that's was bothering be- me. <laughs> I was looking at it for a while and I was like, man, that's such a weird word. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it didn't possibly occur to me that like, man, maybe I just spelled it wrong. I mean, it is still a really weird word when you really look at it, but, you know. Yeah, and it's a weird concept that, like, you know, this accordion is the same thing that I had here, you know? And, you know, what this really means is everywhere that I'm using these, like, what I could write is accordion, right? I could write accordion.heading to get that value, and I could write accordion.id, and it's just like... very vanilla JavaScript. Yeah, and it's... I don't know, in some ways a bit more readable in the sense that like I know where it came from, but like in when you break things into like little tiny components like this, it's so nice to mm-hmm. just like make little variables that are just yeah. easy to write. Yeah, I mean this is a 30 line file, you know, that's not a lot and it's really easy to absorb in a very quick pass. So in in situations like this, it doesn't really matter. But I, I will agree with you that sometimes I've seen very, very long files, really, really big, complex, complicated components. And when they destructure too early, it does mm. make it harder to follow. So there is something to be said about when you destructure something that matters, depending on how complicated or long your file is, you know, in terms of readability. Yeah. And I think another thing, like part of the reason that this file is only 30 lines is because I broke the header and the panel into separate components as well, right? So these, this, you know, in the earlier version of this, like all of this was kind of all HTML in one big spot, but I've kind of separated the header and the panel into separate components to make this file smaller. And Mm -hmm. I'm honestly, I'm like, I'm on the fence about whether I needed to do that or not. You know what I mean? 
Well, how long are the other ones? Let's start with the panel because the panel is very simple. Like all the logic is really happening here. All we're passing it is the content and the ID so we can make a few names on it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So this is the whole accordion panel right here. It's 15 lines. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, I could just put this in in right here, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you could. But, you know, I think that, you know, we've talked about this before, but you and I love small files. We love having our code and little itty bitty things because it's not that hard to click around. And like when we have really nice code editors like Visual Studio Code, or even Mm. when you're looking on on GitHub, you could have a, you can have a split view where you might have multiple files open and so you can like read them together if needed. And I just think that as apps and websites get more and more complicated, the value of these tiny little files gets even, like it's it's even more valuable to have that. So I, I think it makes total sense that you did it and I would have done the same thing. So yeah, yeah. I was curious because I think like the whole, one of the best parts about components is like the like dry mentality, the like don't repeat yourself, right? So yeah, you know, theoretically, if I'm writing this component, it's because I'm probably going to use it in multiple places. Like a button Mm -hmm. is a very like reusable modular dry component. Um, you know, even like the user avatar with their name next to it, like that becomes a component that you can use in all sorts of different places. I'm not a hundred percent sure I would like reuse this as another component, like reuse this component in any other context. So it's less critical. I think if you were going to be thinking that way, you probably wouldn't have called it accordion panel. You probably mm. would have called it, you know, like content panel or something like that. That oh, just yeah. happens to have a few extra, you know, accessibility features in it. And then you would be able to use it maybe in other places as well, just to be able to spit out some content. And I think the same thing goes for the header, like having a button that could have a relationship with some content. I mean, that could be an accordion. That could be a tabbed area. You know, that could be a navigation. It could be a dropdown. There's a lot of ways that you could actually do it. So if you were using that idea in a larger uh, project scope or context, you would probably maybe not call it an accordion, but having those little pieces would make it more configurable, right? Maybe you started with a co- an accordion, realize it's basically the same code as you're trying to write for this tabbed thing and decide to mm-hmm. refactor it so that you can use it in both cases. But that would be yeah, much harder like, to do if you hadn't broken it out into more files, right? Yeah, like tabs, modals, a lot of these sort of like dynamically showing and hiding content that need a lot of the same accessibility. They need a lot of the same like showing and hiding functionality and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Totally. Since you said accordion header, I opened the accordion header so we could take a look at it real quick. Yeah. Essentially, it's it's really a lot of the same stuff um, where we're passing mm-hmm. some some of the props, we're pulling them out. Um, there's really no logic. The only thing I would say that's a little bit fancy here is that we do have an on-click function for our button. Um, right. And and that kind of is going to go past backup. You know, when we call this function, it's kind of going to go back up the tree all the way up to that app.js, which we'll look at next, next time. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, we have always had an on click right from the beginning of the series. It's just that the way we're, what the behavior is that we're doing is changing now that we have a relationship between multiple accordion items. Yeah. And if I were to look at some of this, there's, I definitely, 
you know, I went through a few different versions of it where, I, you know, it's yeah. kind of like part of it's like, what do I want to be able to show in like in this conversation? What do I want to be able to keep as simple? Like there's mm-hmm. some things where, you know, a lot of these um, attributes and stuff could actually be, be defined a lot higher up and we could just parse out those attributes is like one mm-hmm. idea. Like there's a lot yeah. of other ways to make it more dry and like reusable um, and right. put a lot of this logic back up into the accordion item, um, which mm. is really like the kind of core component here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now the accordion item itself is in charge of showing and hiding the panel. And aside from that, just passing some props down to other components. So mm-hmm. I can definitely see a value there for maybe keeping a lot more of the logic there than passing it down because the other thing with react is you know you never want to do any super deep prop drilling which is something that we'll get into at some point probably um but and it's really easy to and you find yourself in a situation where you're doing that (laughs) yeah and i think these are a lot of the places where when you're new to react you sort of like you get in your head a little bit or you get bogged Mm. down because there's so many ways to kind of do this where you're like, well, I could define it here. I could define it there. I could pass it now. I could pass it later. And, you know, a lot of those things end up just being, you know, one based on the future of how scalable you want this to be. And then also there's a component that's just like personal preference and your style, you know, everyone has their style, but scalability what you're going to do with it, where you're planning to grow with it. That's mm-hmm. probably, I would say, maybe the most important like thing to think about when you start planning out where props go, where things happen, where logic is. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I also think that there is no harm in doing prop drilling or anything else that is not quite scalable. When you're first sort of prototyping a component or prototyping a piece of functionality, sometimes you're not no matter how much you might think about it really hard, sometimes you won't know exactly where you want to, where it makes sense to piece, put a piece of logic or where to set up like a context or something like that until you've played around with it, tried it all out, and then you can do a little bit of cleanup, which goes for like all the code in the world, all projects, anything that you might want to do, right? So yeah, yeah, there's no harm in it as long as you are cognizant that you might want to come back and clean it up a little bit. I think always the first goal should be, let's just make it work first. You know, let's not get too in our heads about what is the perfect thing to do from the get-go because you're not, you don't know until you've done it. (laughs) Yeah. And so to kind of like bring it full circle, coming back to, you know, this piece right here of the data that's going to come from the front end is Mm -hmm. our starting point because we know what an accordion needs to be. We know it needs to be a few rows of heading and content. And this was like the first piece of our, you know, data. And so it was really cool to see like it kind of trickle down through each component and how you can just pass yeah. things and and set it up. Do you want to give us, because, you know, we definitely glossed over state and <laughs> our expand function and stuff. So yeah, do you want to wrap us up with like a preview of, of, of what we should think about for our next episode? Mm. I think... What we have here, the parts that we want to cover in the next episode of this series, will be the way React actually works under the hood in in terms of how it re-renders and when it renders things on the front end. Like we're taking a, advantage of that 
quirk of React here to make things a lot simpler for ourselves. And of course, we're, you know, we've got a complicated little ternary statement here that we'll walk through on how we change what accordion item is open and being able to close the other ones. So I think that we're going to have a lot to dig into and really talk a little more higher concept about React in our next episode and look at, you know, maybe a few other ways that we could also approach this depending on what our ultimate goals were for this component. Yeah, because I think the way that you click a button down here and it travels and every other piece has to react to it is like the core of React. So uh, I'm looking forward to it because I think there's, there's, like you said before, there's so many ways to do things. So it's always interesting to figure out and learn like slowly, like which ways pay off for which situations. Yeah, I'm excited for that conversation. I think it'll be a good one. (laughs) Okay, then I will see you then. See you next time. Visit viewsource.fm for the latest updates and links to the show notes. Review and subscribe to ViewSource in iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.